All right, so we, we really went on a tangent about that offense. <laughs> but that's what's going to happen when you score zero points in the second half. Hey, so we gave it to the defense when, you know, when they blew it, blew the loss to the Dolphins, you know, yep. got, the offense gets it just the same. Absolutely. And, and so, listen, I understand that what they scored, um, uh, they, they had they, they had a, a nice number of unanswered points. Um, 20 unanswered. 20 unanswered points. I was going to say 23, and I was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. 20, um, 20 unanswered points. Um, and, and, and so I understand the argument that the defense let this team down, but I'm going to be honest with you, Cordell. I really, did, I really do not put this loss on the defense as much as everyone else does. I think the reason why people are doing that is simply because that's the last drive that we saw, right? Right. right. Um, and so we saw how, you know, methodically the Bills were moving down the field in that regard um, during that last sequence. But the Bills average 30 points a game, it, it, which is second, I believe, in the NFL in points behind the – well, was behind the Ravens. They held the Bills to 23 points. And the first and only time that the Bills were up – against the Ravens was when the clock says zero, 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 and the game ended. So I, while I understand people's um, frustration with this defense, because they're still a work in progress, I feel like they did, they look, they did their part. They did it in terms of, look, they're already not that good from a pass rush perspective, even though I thought that they were more aggressive up front today. Um, I, you know, and from a defensive, from the back end perspective, um, obviously once again, Patrick Queen misses another uh, interception, which leads to points. But overall, I think that when you have a team that's high power as the Bills and you hold them to 23 points, you have to find a way to score more points than the Bills because that's you're doing yourself a service in that regard if you can hold the Bills to 23 points when they average 30 points. So you basically cut off a whole touchdown from them in terms of what you gave up. I could be wrong here because everybody wants Mike McDonald fired. I actually thought that the coverages that he used was accurate. I personally think that this is more so of a personnel issue. They just don't have guys. Mm -hmm. Guys are inconsistent. Guys can't get a, a, a consistent pass rush. That, to me, is the bigger problem more so than the scheme. I totally agree. Uh, I thought that on the back end, look, I've been saying I don't think that this defense is as bad as the stats show. Same. I don't believe that the Ravens have the worst defense in the league. I honestly don't believe that. And watching them in this Bills game, I, I feel even more uh, in that regard. Look, when you're playing against great teams in the NFL, the numbers go out the window, right? You know, it's it's about doing as much as you possibly, whatever it takes to get the win is usually not going to be pretty when you're going up against a great offense like the Bills have. Your news is it's not going to be pretty. Even still, the Ravens force two turnovers. They get the interception uh, early in the game, and they really could have had two, I mean, the two different opportunities uh, to get a pick on that first drive. You had Peters, who almost picked it off. Uh, to start the game, and then Marlon Humphrey ends up getting the pick later on that drive. You had the uh, the strip, uh, the strip by Adafi Owe that's recovered by Brandon Stevens. Adafi Owe gets his first sack of the season, yep. gets a couple of quarterback hits. Today was a great day for Adafi Owe, no yep. doubt about it. Um, you think he, he, you think he heard everybody talking about him? Oh, he had. <laughs> I think, you know, and, and honestly, talking to him, I think 
he holds himself to a high standard. Mm -hmm. You know, he 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 hasn't been shy about saying that he hasn't played up to, you know, the standard that he himself has set. Um, and he, he met it head on. That's one thing I could say about Adafe is like, he hasn't been running away from it. We go to talk to him in the locker rooms during the week. He's right there. You know, he, he could have easily just ran to the back or hid in the shower or something. He's usually right there ready to talk. So he, he understands. And, uh, I, I definitely appreciate that about him. And I thought he had a hell of a game. Uh, in this one and he needed to they needed him because literally nobody else got any type of pass rush I, um, agree. I thought Justin Matabike did had his moments in the run game he looked pretty good but JPP for his first for his first uh, game out there I saw a lot of him hand fighting with the tackle in one-on-one situations I saw him getting stonewalled I didn't see much JPP around uh, John uh, against around Josh Allen yeah um, in this game on the back end, I didn't mind the coverages. I thought the coverages were actually pretty good. They Stephon were. Diggs, four catches, 62 yards, didn't even get in the end zone. You know, that's all you can pretty much ask for for a Thank guy you. like that Thank that you. eats every defense alive. I thought the yep. Ravens did a great job against Stephon Diggs. Um, they gave up that one touchdown to Isaiah McKenzie. They'll, those things will happen. They possibly could have given up another touchdown. I can't remember if they ended up scoring on that drive anyway because Kyle Hamilton blew a coverage in the middle of the field in the red zone. And thankfully for the for them, uh, the Bills receiver ended up just dropping the ball that hit him square in the chest. But right after yeah. that play, every DB on the field had something to say to Kyle Hamilton. He has got to get in. I don't know if it's him not paying attention in the film room or what it is, yeah. but this dude has got to get in the right place. And yes. if you're going to be there, you got to look to make a play. He didn't even move his feet. That was my biggest issue with him on that play is I didn't even see him move from the one spot that he started in. And the receiver ends up getting wide open in his areas. Like, bro, are you playing or are you yep. daydreaming? What's going on? Because yep. we're out here and the game is slipping away. I, I just feel like this pass rush, we could keep begging for it. We could keep cr crying for it. It ain't showing up. The yep. pass rush ain't showing up. Let's just let's just call it it's, what it is. It hey, ain't showing man. up. We might have to live with that for the whole year. Look, you hope yeah. that JPP gets into a rhythm and fun, but I don't expect consistency with that. I'd be more um I'd bet more on if Justin Houston can find a way back, you know, soon and, and, and be healthy, then he'll be the one that's going to do mm -hmm. it. He's or Tyus Bowser even, if he makes a return soon. I, I mean, listen, the pass rush as of right now is just what it is. And that's not consistent. Yeah, Did they get pressure on Josh Allen? Yes, pretty regularly. The problem is, is that Josh Allen thinks sometimes that he's a running back. So then he just says, I'm going to escape the pocket and I'm just going to run. And then nobody wants to tackle Josh Allen because he, this dude is huge and everybody's just kind of getting away from him. So, you know, there's that part of it too, right? But ultimately, I agree with you. I thought that, listen, anytime that you don't have Stefan Diggs going off on you, that's a win, period. Mm -hmm. And so everybody is sitting here saying, oh, well, they gave up 20 unanswered points. Yes, I understand. But really, we're talking about 20 unanswered points because the Ravens scored zero points on offense in the second half. Like none. Like not one, zero. Right. You know, that's why we're talking about 20 unanswered points. You can't live like that. And so, again, if you can get the Buffalo Bills to score 23 points, you have to find a way to win that football game. 
period. And the Ravens just weren't able to do that. And so while we can sit here and say, you know, yes, there are things on defense that, that, that didn't really work. We still don't know, you know, and we'll talk about this on the next segment about, you know, did they say that it was supposed to be let them score, not score, you know, because somebody didn't get the memo clearly, but ultimately, you know, like they, the defense didn't play bad. They didn't. I, I I understand that you're frustrated because all you see is, is the oh, well, they gave up 20 unanswered points. But when you start looking at how the sequences went, it it's glaring because your offense didn't do anything to help your defense out this week. Two weeks ago, we had the same exact talk, but it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. Today, it's not. And that's the part that I think, look, Patrick Queen can't keep dropping passes. I, no. You know, so if we had a, a caller um uh call on the post game show today and said look he just need to get on the uh the machine with, with a ball the jug know. machine jug, yeah please just come on look if i'm hardball that's you gotta do that at an hour every day at the practice yeah. okay or, or you know you fight you you continue to put yourself in situations where you are able to make an impact in a game and yet you find a way to drop it every single time you can't it's be crazy. okay with that you crazy. can't be okay with that I mean, the the Bills, the, the one thing about the Bills is that these last couple of weeks, and we talked about it coming into this game, they have found ways to possess the ball and keep the opposing offenses off the field. Well, in this one, we can't even say that that's what they did because the Ravens almost doubled the Bills up in time of possession. Ravens had a little over 38 minutes of time of possession in this game with the Bills almost at 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, Okay, we were getting them off the field. We were getting the offense off the field. We were, you know, keeping limiting the scoring for the most part. I mean, as the Ravens didn't score a point in the second halves, the Bills only scored 13. You know, it's not like the defense was downright terrible yep. in the second half. I, I I feel like the defense played good enough to win that last drive. I think. I think you had a lot of people that on that defense that were kind of demoralized. You had some bad penalties in the course of this game too. That that hit on Josh Allen from Brandon Stevens. I, that was a bogus call. It was a yep. flat out bogus call. Yeah, I know we're talking about the defense right now, but the offensive pass interference on Mark on on uh, Mark Andrews. That was a bogus call. Yep. I, I I don't. I understand that the refs were horrendous in this game. That crew was terrible. That was, was. one of the worst refereeing games that I've seen in a while. And I'm not yep. trying to use that as an excuse. I'm just calling it like it is. The refs were atrocious in yeah. that game. But that's even more reason as to why you have to be on your P's and Q's because you can't put the game in the ref's hands. You can't make it to where whatever little impact they have on the game is enough to – to influence the outcome of the game. That still has to be left up to you. I thought this Ravens defense, you know, like I said, I I was, for the most part, I was satisfied with their performance in this game. For the most part, um, I'm not ready to say that this is a defense. Look, can this defense get better? Yes, I think. And and I think that they've trended that way, though. I think that they are. I think we have to acknowledge that Mm – I don't understand the whole Mike McDonald. Hey, I don't know what y'all saying. They've actually started playing better after the Dolphins game. And I think that they will get better once you start getting healthier guys. But until then, you know, it you just got to take it for what it's worth. But 
today was not a bad day. I know y'all want to think that it wasn't. Wasn't a bad day. At the end of the day, I mean, I'm look, no, I'm not trying to make it seem like any loss is a good loss or anything like that, but you lose. I don't believe in that, friend. (laughs) I don't don't believe in a good loss, definitely. I'm not going to sit here and say that. But you, you lost to the Bills and you lost to the Dolphins. These are two teams that look like they're they're going to make some serious noise in the AFC. We already know that about the Bills, the Dolphins. We'll see uh, what happens. But it's not like they lost to the Patriots or they lost to the Jets. Now, what is concerning to me is like how much about how much stock should we put into the wins over the Jets and the Patriots? Like they haven't been able to really beat either of the teams that are worth a damn, but. The, the two teams that aren't the best or anything close to that, um, they were able to pretty much take care of those two team two teams. And I'm not going to say easily, but they they did it. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't much drama in either of those games. That's, mm-hmm. you know, something's got to be said for that. We'll see what happens next week when the Bengals come to town. But I, I do agree with you that this beat that this defense is. Uh, kind of trending in the right direction. I completely agree. And so hopefully when they start getting guys back from injury, um, we can see some improvement in the areas that we, we believe are struggling the most.